0: I'm Sir Evans, and welcome to some Real Life Morning Motivation, because no one wakes up in the morning and says, I hope I have a bad day. My desire is to empower and inspire your daily endeavors, because you can do whatever you set your mind to. The question is, what do you want to do? Whether you're still finding your passion, pursuing it, or living it, motivation is a daily requirement for your success. So here's your morning motivation. I feel like one of these days I'm gonna keep my bloopers. One of these days, I'm gonna keep some of the singing and the dancing. You know, just one day. One day we're gonna go. One day we're gonna do it visually. But not right now. It's too much on it, it's too much on the plate. It's too much going on right now. Just just I don't have the bandwidth to take this visual with you right now. I, I apologize for that. Cause I know that some of y'all want to see, you know, the visual podcast, and I do too. But I don't have the bandwidth for it right now, so bear with me. We still gonna keep it funky for you. We still gonna keep it good. Don't worry. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Surreal Life Morning Motivation Podcast Show. I am your host for the day, and your host always, Sir Evans. And I want to thank you for coming in and coming back today. It's good to know that you're there. It's good to know that you're listening. It is a beautiful, beautiful morning. Depending on when you're listening, it might be a beautiful afternoon. Hey, it might even be a beautiful evening. Because one thing about the juice, which we all have, is that we all need it and we all need it at various times of the day. So that's always my goal is to be able to provide that motivation to you, be able to provide that juice but you know what? Sometimes you, you know, sometimes you might be like, oh, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. For those who subscribe to the Morning Motivation, you might get the messages in the morning and say, you know what? I ain't checking for it this morning. I ain't ch- I'm just not in the mood for that. I ain't in the mood for that. And that's okay. That's understandable for various reasons. But that's actually one of the things I want to discuss today aha aha but before we get into that you know um you know it's it's coming around the end of the year and i think that regardless of when you listen to this even if you're replaying this months years down the line you know it's the time of year when you're really kind of um not only analyzing what has taken place over the past but you're also analyzing what's coming forward, what's ahead of you, what's ahead of you, what's what's around the corner. I know for me, that's that's big for me. Like I'm, I'm a big vision guy, um, far-sighted vision guy. So when it comes this time of year for me, my brain is like running. It's running on all cylinders, really just focusing on what it is that's in front of me. It's really about setting up my motives. Without further ado, I do want to get into today's morning motivation topic. Once again, morning motivations derived from the morning motivation text thread that I send out Monday through Friday through that I send out Monday through Friday to subscribers. And if you wanna subscribe to the morning motivation list or you know somebody who is in need of daily morning motivation, you can tell them to text motivate me to 31996. Once again, that is text motivate me to 31996. And there is a space in between motivate and me. So, today's morning motivation. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I ask myself, What is my motivation for approaching the day? This past weekend I asked myself that and I was reminded of so many days, post heartbreaks, seasons of grief, or just overcoming cloudy days where my motivation was one day knowing that that pain would pass. And knowing that one day I would have joy that was not presently there. I was reminded that the days that I had hoped, prayed, and had faith for were being lived out at that very moment. I'm wiser, I'm stronger, and I'm more joyful now. During that reflection, I decided to use my present state as motivation. There is no need to always be fueled from the past or pulling from the future for your strength. In most cases, The motivation in today can be found in the gift that is a new day. And that doesn't contain the stress of yesterday or the pressure of tomorrow. Some of you pray for days like this. Some pray for days like tomorrow. Either way, your motivation lies within each day. So, straight off of the bat here, one of the things that I want to address in that message because it's not really the focus point of this topic but it's, it's a great point and the point the, the thing that I wanted to touch on before we get into the actual topic here is there's no need to always be fueled from the past or pulling from the future for your strength in most cases the motivation in today can be found in the gift that is the new day a lot of times we pull stressors from our past. A lot of times we put pressure on ourselves from our future. And most of the time, what we need in order to maximize our day is right there in that day. So that's something I just want to drop, um, just as a as a as a helping for somebody out there, because you know, like I say, hanging on to the bags that we got in our past. You know, chasing things that are in the future, it can be exhausting when certain days we need all of that juice that we get just on that day just to make it through that day. So just keep that in mind. Now, that doesn't apply to all days, but it does apply. So the concept that I wanted to dive into today is motives. Motives, motives, motives. Have you ever heard the actors say back in the day? I know they used to say it on the movies back in the day. I used to hear them say it, or if you are an actor, you might have even said this yourself. But I used to always hear them say, What's my motivation? What's my motivation? They walk in the room, you know, you get your script from the director, or you're, you're in there running through your lines with somebody. And they say, What's my motivation? What is my motivation for this scene? Like, where, where am I pulling this from? What's my motivation? right So I was doing a little homework on, on where that kind of originated like what is that you know because it was initially intended for an actor to tap into like the personal side versus acting from the persona for a role. They didn't want the actor or the actor didn't want themselves to really be more of the role that they were playing. They wanted to be able to use something inside of them, that related to the character that they were playing. So hence, what's my motivation? What's What what am I pulling out of me that I can relate to this character that I'm about to play? And I know I probably butchered the last name, but it was coined and, and kind of brought out by um, a teacher and theorist named, uh, I think, Konstantin Um, um He was a um, teacher and acting theorist and a leader of an actor, acting studio. And he suggested that the most effective film performers were those who did not act. Hmm. Okay. That's an interesting concept. He said that the most effective film performers were those who did not act. They try not to act, but to be themselves, to respond or react. So... As I'm thinking about that, and I think about that phrase, what's my motivation? It makes me think, painting this picture in my head, what are my, what, what tools am I using from this script to bring out me? Where am I at in this script, right? So, actors were not to emote in the traditional manner of stage conventions. You know, they didn't want the actors to be up there and be like, a, you know, an actor or you know somebody like a stage performer but they wanted them to speak and have the gestures and the manners of what they would have in their private life hence where's my motivation hence in order to do this they had to have a motive what are motives okay so I mean I'm sure we've all heard of the term motives this isn't isn't new right but a motive is a reasoning for doing something, especially in most cases, something that's hidden, not obvious. Right. But oftentimes when we think of motives, we think of that second part. Like we think of it as, as you know, um, what's that negative thought or what's what's um, what's that that you're hiding? Like what's your motives for for talking to me? What's your motives for wanting to network? What's your motives for wanting to talk to that exec? What 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 do you have up your quote unquote sleeve? You know? However, I would even argue that motives, even from that perspective, are even often hidden when they're positive. You know? I believe that motives can be hidden even if they're positive. And I I think that the word hidden kind of gives it kind of this this um stigma that makes it feel like it's kind of dirty or makes it feel like it's gritty but let's take for example somebody who is motivated or is let's let's take for example someone who's just lost a loved one and they are pursuing something in their life maybe they're pursuing like a degree or they're trying to start a new business or hey they're just trying to make ends meet they're trying to pull their family together trying to keep the family together after losing that important piece right so when they go to work every day they're out there grinding every day they're out there putting moves in place to get to the next level they don't wear it on a name tag that the fuel that's fueling me is the grief of losing a level but if you were to ask them if they had, and if you had an intimate conversation with them, they would probably, if feeling open enough, to share with you that the motives behind their actions are being fueled by the loss of a loved one. Nothing negative about that. Negative situation. Sorrowful, of course. But they're doing something positive, they're doing something to uplift themselves, uplift their surroundings. But it's also not something that they wear out like a, like a like a construction jacket. It's not lime green neon flashing in your face. So I think that the term motives, when we look at it from that unseen perspective or unseen reasonings, doesn't always have to be wrapped up in something that's, you know, negative. But we also have to keep in mind how often our motives can change. For example, like I just said, grief, a breakup. You know dislike strong dislike for somebody jealousy even in marriage you know what was fueling me 10 years ago might not be fueling me now and that's fine that's cool it's it's expected for our motives to change and if our motives don't change then you know that's cool too you're still being you're still using something to be fueled however are we aware of what they are and how often they change so But your motives might not just change just based upon a different season in your life. Your motives can change based upon a different season in your day. I mean, think about it. How many of you have to wake up early in the morning? What was your motive for getting up in the morning? Was it that the lights had to be kept on? Was it that the rent was due? Was it that your kids had to get to school was it that your kids need somewhere to stay (laughs) you know fast forward maybe you had to even work out you know maybe working out was your motive that morning okay cool but now you got to go to work what's your motives for going to work are they the same have they changed have they shifted? even examples like eating right or one of my fan favorites avoiding temptations right so they all might even have different motives that require us to adjust throughout the day. So when we look at our motives for what we're doing, it's not even something that you have to put on the wide lens in order to see because it's not always something that's spanning over like this age to this age. I mean, your motives can change throughout the day. I mean, just that quick. But once again, it's important to know what they are why they are, and how they're triggered, right? So, how do you find, or how do I find my motivation, you might ask? How do you find your motives? I think one of the best ways to be able to find out what your motives are in life is by asking questions. And the most important one to ask is the why. And the reason why I say you have to turn on that kid inside of you, because if you've ever had a conversation with a child, which all of you have been children, you might not even remember it, but one of the questions children love to ask is why. They will ask you why from sunup to sundown. Why? 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 And we have to be able to turn on that child inside of us in order to really ignite our motives. Because... One thing that's interesting about the human dynamic is that we operate on layers. So your mind has its own fair share of work, but your subconscious is always working and always backing things up. So your mind might not recognize a why, but your subconscious has always had it stored. It doesn't forget nothing. It's always had it stored inside. So sometimes we have to spend those, spend that time, especially if we're not aware of our motives, where they come from, why we have them, how they developed. We have to be able to be able to sp- spend some time, slow down and be like, why? Why am I getting up? I don't know, don't care, I ain't got time. And that happens a lot of times and that's okay. You know, I don't, I don't got time for that. I don't got time to be thinking about all that. But sometimes you have to, especially if you find yourself in those places where you need motivation, where you need um, encouragement, where you need that inspiration, where you need to get out of a rut, or just kind of a a stale place where things are kind of just on autopilot. Because even when we find ourselves on autopilot, there's a motive. Like, why? Why have things gotten to a place where um, I feel like I'm on a hamster wheel? Like what is taking place? What where is the change needing? But let's get back to that. Why? Because the child inside of you is going to help you with that. Maybe grab a piece of paper. Maybe get on your phone. Get your notes. Open up your notes on your phone. Ask yourself why. Break it down onto the daily level, right? Don't even don't even don't even stress yourself out as an exercise. Don't even stress yourself out thinking about the big things in life because you might you'll find some interesting details about your daily endeavors the proof is in the details you know so take your day for example and some of the routines that you do on a daily why do you do it? because it's a way that you'll be able to help uh, establish not only patterns not only habits but why you develop those habits you know there's a correlation between those whys This is why we have so many books and speakers that tell you to find your why or remember your why because it's basically remembering your motive, which is the root of your motivation. Okay. And just use kind of that same example, those same kind of scenarios where it's like, okay, maybe I'm trying to learn a new skill. That's my motives for studying. That's my, maybe I'm trying to get a better job. Those will will be my motives for going back to school or trying to learn a new skill or trying to learn a new trade, right? I have children to raise. That's my motivation. Those are my driving forces for wanting to be more successful, for wanting to excel, you know, for maybe even wanting to get my um my my traumatic experience together or maybe wanting to get my mental health together or my emotional health or spiritual health together because now I have those who are looking up to me and who are looking to me um, as their primary example so those are my motives why well because I care about my children why you know just just kind of go you have to kind of dig into that and it kind of helps you to not only just get a um, like a like a structure and a foundation and a blueprint and a game plan but really you'll begin to learn more about yourself and I think it's one of the things that I don't really speak on that much and I I probably should more because it almost feels like common sense sometimes but we really have to make sure that we're spending time getting to know ourselves Um, it's one of the most important things that you will ever do in your entire life you know I don't care if you see, you know, that the Swiss out mountains, you know? I don't care if you go to Sweden, you know, hop on a train and oh, so beautiful. Or, or spend time on the Amalfi Coast lapping in the beautiful weather. Maybe you're in Jamestown, maybe you're in Paris, maybe you're on the Riviera where the weather's 70 degrees all year round, it never rains. Pick your ideal location just came back from Aruba. They don't even have an irrigation system because it it doesn't rain enough for them to have it. Wherever you go, one of the greatest lost treasures that you will never see and never experience is if you never explore yourself. So I just want to put that out there because it's something that's very important and it's, it's a beautiful thing. You were created uniquely and you should be uniquely explored in order to be uniquely defined anyways let me get off my soapbox right motives let's get back to these motives right so like i was saying that's one of the reasons why you hear so many you know writers speakers authors and things like that that are really trying to rev up that why which is important because it's rooted in something so story time or not even story time just a little elaboration time. so you know we've had the pandemic if you missed it um shots out to you we got to hang out because i would love to know what you're doing in your life where you missed a whole whole year and a whole pandemic but one of the things that kind of slowed down in the pandemic which was kind of hurting me man a lot of shows tv shows you know you can watch your shows and they have been so long and actually i think they come around probably once in a year but you know the shows be off the air so long that's like by the time they come back around it's like oh snaps our show about to come back on oh. and it's a couple that i love you know okay of course me and my wife we watch uh this is us i tell you that's that's mm, mm, mm. i might i might have to do a, a, a series just on this is us and the, and the social socio patterns and things that break down in that because that's something else but anyways another one i was looking forward to was law and order svu so svu came back came back for its new season i was excited for that because you know it had been on for a while i feel like it was probably off longer than it normally would have been just due to the pandemic slowing down the recording and you know, i love shows like that you know law and order svu chicago pd um it's a couple of them where it's like a span of them but I love those crime shows for a lot of different reasons First 48 kind of gets me it's kind of repetitious at this point but I used to love First 48, Forensic Files all of those shows and I have a family with some law enforcement history but I am by no means a detective, however (laughs) however I may not be a detective But I do know In the midst of a criminal investigation That there are three things That they look for There are three things During a There are three things That during a criminal You're getting tongue twisted my friend In seeking indicators For suspicion In a criminal investigation Suspects Will have to have Number one A means to commit the crime so this is the tools this is the physical capabilities to be able to commit that heinous act right did they have the tools did we find the murder weapon did we find what they used to do what they are suspected of doing number two an opportunity to commit the crime including being at the crime scene at the time of the offense where were they at on the night of such and such on such and such in 2000 and such and such where were they at do they have an alibi that's where that derives from number two that opportunity to commit the crime. Did they have a chance? Were they there? Because if they was out of town or overseas, then they probably wouldn't really make the ideal suspect. Not maybe top of the list. You know, if they're not there, then it's like, okay, and they got a strong alibi that says, okay, they weren't there. Okay. Let's put them on the back burner for now. But number three, Number three, when seeking indicators of suspicion during a criminal investigation, suspects will have to have a motive to commit the crime. For example, did they embezzle that money for, did they have a motive for having to embezzle that money? they wanted financial gain did they have a motive to commit that murder oh they were seeking revenge oh they were a jealous ex-lover they had a motive to commit the crime in a criminal investigation all acts start from a motive therefore the motive Needs to be explored to determine intentionality. What were their intentions? The motive needs to be explored in order to determine their intentions. So, if there's no motives, then there'll be no intention. And if there's no motive, there's no crime. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. I need you to hold on to your seat now. Because I'm going somewhere. Now, I'm going to run that back. In a criminal investigation all acts start from a motive therefore the motive needs to be explored to determine intentionality so if there is no motive there will be no intention and if there is no motive or intention there is more than likely no crime so let's rephrase that all acts start from the motive therefore our motives needs to need to be explored to determine intentionality so if there is no motive there will be no intention and if then there is no motive or intention there is no action executed what are the motives for your motivation you see Your motives will dictate your actions, whether they're good, bad, or ugly. Even procrastination has a motive. You don't want to do it right now. That's your motive. Boom. We got one of them. Where was he at? Oh, he was laying down. He he was sitting on the couch, wasn't doing nothing. Oh, that's strike two. Did he have the tools to procrastinate? Well, I tell you one thing that we all got when it comes to tools to procrastination. We have the tool of time. And you can do what you want to do with time, including procrastinate. So you got a motive, you got a means to commit, and you have an opportunity to commit. You are guilty, my friend, of procrastination. <laughs> you see how it works? Now, this situation applies to everything. Like I said, Your motives will dictate your actions, whether they're good, whether they're bad, whether they're ugly. Everything that you do has a motive. Do you remember when you were a kid? I do remember this, because I was such a bad mischievous kid. My dad used to always ask me after I did some dumb stuff, like, why did you do that? And I used to hit them with some answers that I guess, looking back at it, probably deserved some whoopings. I used to hit them with because I wanted to. I used to hit them with because I thought it would be fun. I used to hit them with ideas like, hmm. I just wanted to see what would happen. Now, that one's probably an inquisitive mind. I think that's one you should probably let flourish. You know, I think kids need that space to be like, mm, I just wanted to see what it would do. But when you're talking about sticking tweezers into a light socket and sit, talking running back talking about, mm, I just wanted to see what it would do, that ain't the right answer, my friend. But anyways, I remember one day after a spree of these type of answers, coming to my pops and said, I don't know. Maybe I'm just bad. Well, I can tell you that was a whooping we'll never forget, which is a whole nother episode. But looking back and combining it with this concept and what I'm thinking about, that probably set him off so much, especially since my pops was in, you know, law enforcement. He probably thinking in his head, oh, you had a motive. There's always a motive. And since I know it was my child that messed up in school and it wasn't nobody else's child, I know that you committed (laughs) the acts that they are talking about. Now, I want to get to the bottom of the motive so that we can kind of fix it. Because once again, if you don't know your why, that why is not something that's always attached to like your dream goal or your your destination of success. Like, no, like, mm -mm. like, let's take the fluff out of here. Let's take the clouds out of the sky. Let's bring them back down to reality. Your motives are in every single thing that you do. There's a motive behind it. Why you switch lanes right then, Is there's a motive behind it. Because the person in front of me was driving too slow. I needed to turn to get into this next lane. I just really didn't see anybody over there, so I just wanted to be in that lane without having somebody in front of me. There's a motive for everything. There's motives. And without motive, there's no action. So let's explore that because It almost sounds contradictory, right? Well, you said everything has a motive, but without motive, there's no action. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the focus is on motivation. And the focus is to be able to complete our goals. And the focus is to be able, for you to be able to hit your target and hit your definition of success. So therefore, if there is no motive to hit that target, then chances are you won't if there's no driving factor driving force reasoning strong enough thick enough or developed enough for you to pursue that endeavor chances are you won't so the motive without motive there's no action so one thing you have to kind of look at and think about is that if there is no action taking place on what it is that you say that you desire, then you have to kind of question your motives. We're talking about motive, but I do want to kind of point these out because I think that even from that example of that criminal investigation, I really think they were on to something that can be used and utilized even outside of the courtroom, right? Because all of those things are things that you need in order to be successful. In order to be successful, you have to have a means, the tools to be successful. In order to be successful, you have to have the opportunity to be successful. Are you in an environment that 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 cultivates your chances of success? And once again, you have to have the reasoning for that success. There has to be a reason for why you desire it which is the motive so if one of those is missing then the chances of you obtaining that success or you capturing that goal decrease and the reason why I think that the motive is so important is because I believe that the other two are much more easily accessible the tools for your success you can always learn now one of the things in my in my lane that i wish that i had more of was more mentors in my craft like what it is that i'm striving to do so when i find myself in a rut which has been this season not a rut but in a season where i want more out of a position of someone who knows more i have to feed myself Because the tools, I can't find the tools to kind of show me. So I have to find the tools that will teach me. Okay. And it's there because I have a motive. My motives are still my reasonings behind why I want to succeed. And due to the fact that I have a reasoning which is linked to that drive to succeed, then I'll go find the tools. I'll do whatever I have to do to find those tools. Well, not everything. I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll go above and beyond in order to obtain the tools that I need in order to be successful. The opportunity to commit to success. Okay, now, first of all, I'm a perspective type of guy. So I personally believe that opportunity is all around us. I don't think that we create opportunities. I think that we enhance opportunities. I think that everywhere that we go there's an opportunity and the, chan- the the question is whether we are going to put ourselves out there in order to enhance it, multiply it, add on to it. Or you will subtract or divide it. So when it comes to that opportunity, which is all of my state by the way, but when it comes to that opportunity to commit, I feel as though it's easier to get into that opportunity. now this isn't for everybody i do think it's for everybody but everybody's not at that same stage where it's like so easy to say well you know what i don't feel like um it's easily accessible for me to get into the quote-unquote right environment okay but let me ask you this if you think that if you think that you're not in the right environment or it's challenging to get into the right environment which one do you think is harder to obtain A desire to be in the right environment or to get to that environment because I think without a desire to want to obtain opportunities then you won't you won't you won't do it if if there's no desire to want to put yourself into a better environment or if there's not a high enough desire to want to be in a place that um, facilitates your growth then what's the purpose no, I'm good right here. That that sounds silly. That sounds that's for you. I don't need that, which is understandable because that's where the mind state is at. But with that desire, with that motive, I believe that it's easier to go get the other two. I believe that it's easier to connect the tools, easier to connect the opportunities if you have the motive. Now Let's use the criminal investigation situation again because somebody can not be at a crime scene and still commit a crime. Somebody can be not at the crime scene and still commit a crime. They can have somebody else do it. They can pay somebody else to do it, or, which means that they have the tools. So I don't really think that, they, that But with a motive, what I'm saying is that with the right motives and with the strong enough motives you can achieve just about anything. Try, here, here's what I'm thinking, right? So here's some, here's some exercises, right? So if you can't find the motivation to do something, here's some, here's some ways to look at it. If you can't find the motivation to do something which is rooted in your motives, which first of all, you need to find your motives, your reasonings, your why. Rewind a couple minutes ago, maybe about 20 minutes ago when I said, have that why test but perhaps your desires should be changed sometimes maybe you need to we gotta stop fighting with certain things that don't need to be fought with perhaps your desires need to be changed and it could go both ways because sometimes it means that you need to go bigger sometimes you need to go bigger and when I say bigger I mean like vision casting like you're, you're, you're your goals perhaps they're too small that they don't excite you and I see that phrase a lot and I do believe that there's some truth to it but there's also an alternative you could also scale them down perhaps they're too big perhaps you, you've been doing a fantastic job going too big per- perhaps your, your goals are very obese perhaps that's the problem you know and in situations like that you have to scale them back so, two examples, two exercises, two ways to kind of approach it. Instead of focusing, this depends on whether you're too big or too small with your vision cast and with your goals, instead of focusing on a five-year goal, break it down into years, or a one-year goal that can be broken down into quarters or months. Sometimes a day has to be broken down into hours, depending on what you're facing and remembering your motives, right? So like I said, sometimes you got to break down the day. Sometimes you have to break down the months, the year. And sometimes you have to blow them up and kind of expand on Only you know that because only you know what it is that you're pursuing, right? So just to kind of recap, our motives are so important. Especially when we're striving for that motivation. Because you can't get motivation without motives. You can't. Um, So it's important that we spend that time connecting those motives to what we're doing. and And acknowledging where they're helpful, where they're hindering, where they're helpful, where they're hurtful. And that involves spending some time with yourself, knowing yourself, and asking yourself some important questions. So, homework assignment. Homework assignment for this week, y'all. What's your motives? I want you to think about what your motives are, you know, on like a daily basis. Think about what your motives are for your your long-term goals, for your short-term goals. And find out your motives, if you're unaware. If you're unaware, take the Y test. If you're unaware, try that out. What are they rooted in? Now that's that's some that's some that's some psychological homework for you. That's some mental health work right there. What are your whys rooted in? Now we know that motives is rooted in motivation, but once you start to ask yourself why enough times, you'll begin to get into the soil of your existence, and you'll be able to start getting into why certain mechanisms tick the way that they tick. And I I'm I'm curious to see about that. So you know. Definitely subscribe, because I would love to hear it. If you got feedback, drop it on the text thread. You can drop it on the social media quality service page, and that's quality service. Service is spelled S-I-R. And um, I would just love to hear feedback on that, because I think that this is such an important concept, and sometimes we fly through life so quick that we don't really take the time to get to know the best thing that that we've encountered, aside from God, of course. So, until the next time, y'all, I'm your host for the day, your host always, Sir Evans. Don't forget to subscribe to the Morning Motivation podcast. If you like what you heard, go ahead and subscribe. Every Monday, coming at you, unless we take a break for the holidays. And also, don't forget to subscribe to the Morning Motivation text thread by texting motivate me" to 31996. Salute. And stay blessed. I'm Sir Evans. And you've been listening to Surreal Life, More Than Motivation. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and review this episode. And join me next week for Surreal Life, More Than Motivation. Thank you for listening. Salute.